Previously on Swords and Swagger. Victor would like to know why the three of you are here in this bog. We seek the Raven Queen. There's this like spark on his face. Like he's it's as if he's just gonna answer the question with exactly the words that you're looking for, but then it changes back to his normal expression. Victor can help you. Do you have he's like looking around the floor. Did you see a staff? Victor owns a staff. I didn't expect to be on that island for very long, if at all. In fact, I had a much more important mission. A mission from my order, the Presidium Order, to take... What happened to the scroll? Victor has a confession to make. Victor has known where we were going since he found Victor. Victor is more dangerous than you... Maybe I haven't told you. He's more dangerous to the three of you than he is to the three of us. Your eyes shoot open. You lie face up in a field full of painfully bright yellow flowers. The warm rays of the sun heat your face as noisy birds chatter back and forth. Fang and Sfari, judging by the sun, it's midday. Decimus is nowhere to be found. Are we still dead? It's so pretty around here. I was not—I was not sure if there was a sun here. It feels wonderful. It feels a lot warmer than we are used to. Yes. Yeah. Unlike the shadow fell that you arrived in, there's actually color here. Everything like the yellow flowers. There's heat from the sun. There's like birds flying all over the place, there's bugs. And just as you get up, directly behind you is a small wooden ramshackle house with a single door and no windows. It appears to have a wooden bar keeping the door fastened. Wait, so the bar is on the outside of the house? Yes, keeping the door from opening from the inside. What do you think they are trying to keep inside that hut? Probably nothing good. Don't open it. But I want to. <laughs> what there might do? be something inside of it. How about we knock? We will try your action first, and then we will try mine. So Swari goes up to the door, and... Uh... Tadakin, you hear a very quiet knock come from the outside. However, you are bound by your legs to the floor. Oh... What ho, is someone there? Did you hear that thing? I believe that there is somebody in there. He does sound like that. It really does. I fear I'm tied up. Would you be able to be a deer and get the door open for me? So, Svari ignores the bar on the door. Okay. And just kicks it open. All right. Make strength check. It's a 20, not natural. So with ease, just like kicking over a flower, the door comes straight off its hinges, goes straight in, and there's no one in there. You you heard the person in here trying to speak to us, yes? Fang peeks his head around, looks and doesn't see anything. No. That is a really strange thing. Sfari picks the door back up. Yep. Props it back up against the door frame. Okay. He hears it. Hello? 
I'm still in here. As far he kicks it down again. So it comes easily off of its hinges as it was no longer bound to the actual house. Everything that occurs, you can hear, but you can, and you can also see them, but they can't see you. Can't you see me? I'm on the floor. I don't know if I'm going crazy. Um, Perhaps we are still dead and this is just another one of those tricks of the three hags. Oh, the rappers. The rappers, yes. Yes. Perhaps it's the hags with attitude that is playing a trick on our minds. Did you chaps say you were dead? Perhaps I should look around. I believe we are mostly dead, but yes. Look with your cat-like eyes, Catman, and see if you can find the source of our friendly voice. So Fang goes to investigate the surroundings looking for... Do you go inside? I do. Okay, so as you walk in, you kick Tarakin Mosley in the face. Oh! And you see him as you walk in. Oh, I am sorry. No palm, no foul, my good boy. Fang, what is going on in there? Sorry, just come in here. Okay. Okay, so... As you walk in, you saw Fang like disappear into the hut, and then mm-hmm. you walk in and you step on Tarek and Mosley's hand. Ugh. And now the two of you are inside the shack, or sorry, all three of you, and you can see each other. It's good to see some nice, friendly faces around here. I fear I've only seen some wretched hags. Tell me, man on the floor. Tell me, floor man. Why are you in this hut? And what magic have you done to make it do these things? Well, I'm not a particularly magical fellow myself. Uh, I can't rightly recall exactly how I got here. Just, well, I recall a village, uh, though all of the fellows there were quite blighters. They were rather rude. Uh, Definitely not friendly. Uh, I was tied up. Uh, There was hags. uh, Lots of horrendous nightmares but uh, wait clarify something for me you said in your vision that you saw the village i recall walking through a village lots of unfriendly folk there Mm. believe it or not i have also been to villages perhaps we have more common than you think you and i well we both appear to be conscious and chatting so we already have two things in common Indeed, there are many villages. Okay, so he's taught, you can see that like he's actually physically tied to the floor, making it very difficult for him to so, get up. I don't suppose you'd be a deer and untie me. I mean, <clears throat> it's a lot easier to stand in Chad rather than to shout down at me, I suppose. Oh, trust me, it is quite easy for me to yell at people. However, in the sake of com- in the name of common courtesy, I will do as you ask. Charlie but, good. before I cut you down, Please do share your name with us, strange ah. floor man. <laughs> How rude of me. My name is Tarakin Mosley, a world, soon-to-be-world-famous hero. I'm not quite sure. I, I can't handle the fact that there would be more than me being the hero in this party. Well, I don't know what to tell you, my lad. I've been called upon by a higher power. I suppose we shall cross this bridge when we get to it. Fang, mm. would you be so kind as to untie him? Fang walks up and swats at it with his claws okay you the, still the despite changing locations have the items that uh Farin the ferryman gave you uh Tarakin mosley has from what you can tell uh has like he's wearing leather armor but he's not carrying any weapons on him 
Oh, well, thank you, my feline friend. What's your name? My name is Fang. Well, apt. I like it. And I am Swari Renlog, the finest captain in all the seas. Well, permission to come aboard, Captain. And, as it so happens, I am in need of another crew member. Perhaps you would enjoy to be part of my crew. Well, I'm not much of a seaman. Not yet. Ah, well... There's uh, there's room to learn, I Do suppose. Do not worry, Flory Man. I shall make you a sea man before the day is done. Jolly good. Okay, do you explore the hut any further, or do you just head down? Perhaps One. I feel like I had some possessions. I know I'm, I'm not naked, which is a godsend, but uh, I recall having some possessions for which to defend myself, and uh, I'm lucky to be clothed, at least. Well, Toddykin, where we are going, we do not need possessions. Do we need clothes? Not if you want to have a good time. While these guys are talking, I'm already investigating. The shack has, like, a lip in it to sit on. It's big enough for someone to lay down in. It, As you're looking around, like, the top, you can hear, like, a bunch of whispers and, like, voices that you don't understand. Uh, a bunch of them sound very familiar to the hag voices that you've heard. Uh, you're sort of picking around, and there's like a big pile of hay, and in the hay you find a journal. I happen to find a journal entry. You must read it out loud to us, because I definitely know how to read. I just want to make sure that you know. My lady of death has sent me on a mission to deal with the three hags are misguiding souls and taking them away from their final destinations. That was entry one. Oh, rather brief. I am happy that you have eliminated it in such a way. Entry two. I feel as if I met the eggs in another life, but this place, this place is unfamiliar to me. Hmm. This reminds me of somebody that we've met. Do you think that this journal could belong to Victor? It is possible. I'll go on. There's another entry. Unless it is your journal. Was this the possession you were talking about? <laughs> no, I'm not the journal. Was this meager journal? <laughs> I, uh, I tend to forget most of my nights, so... Certainly. Uh, this journal would not get you through the Shadowfell. No. Begs the question why you would even need to bring a journal into the Shadowfell. Though I suppose it would have helped me remember my whole ordeal here. Assuming we are still in the Shadowfell. Fang is just waiting patiently. Just sitting there with the journal. Are there more entries? Then I shall keep talking to myself. There is another entry. Have I always lived here? I am having trouble remembering my past and even my own name. It is foggy. I fear if I do not remind myself of things, I will forget forever. And there's one more. Do go on. Nightmares. Only smiles. And one more. That is quite disturbing. It's a little bit. The last entry. The others claim to be friends with Victor. Victor does not remember his friend. Victor has only one friend. Does it say who his one friend is? Or do you think he's talking about the staff? I mean, if this sort was the kind of guy to sign his journal. Well, you know, Victor, he may seem a bit unhinged at first, but really, he's quite crazy. Uh, I don't know this Victor chap, but 
Uh, Wait, he's unhinged, but also crazy? I don't know what I said. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take your It's called it. acting, Dungeon Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like this belongs to Victor. I would say that it would probably be Victor's journal, considering he refers to himself as Victor at the end of the journal. But didn't he refer to Victor's friend? Does he talk in the third person? Oh, you are going to love Victor when we <laughs> oh, find him. Good. <laughs> yes. So there's a path that leads down away from this like field that you woke up in that goes down a bit of a hollow. And from your limited distance, you can see a couple of buildings. Perhaps we should go check out those buildings yonder. We might have something interesting, maybe a weapon of some sort. Yes, I would be, I believe a great hero requires a great weapon, so I would like to get back on track for my destiny, thank you. A poor craftsman blames his tools. Well, a a craftsman I am not! Asfari gives his axe to uh, Tadakan. You're giving your only weapon to Tadakan? Okay. Oh, well, frightfully kind of you. I don't know what to do with this large, ungainly thing, but um, I'll do my best. All right, so you wander down uh, the hill, that I guess hill, it's more of a field, down this hollow, and you it's not particularly far. You end up in this picturesque village of, like, thatch-roof cottages that lie comfortably surrounded by these, like, gorgeous grassy knolls, uh, and bits of smoke make lazy loops from several chimneys. Have these thatch-roof cottages been burninated? <laughs> A couple of them actually have been uh, burninated. Lazy, lingering loops. Yes. So coming in closer, you get an odd sense of deja vu. Like looking about, the layout here is almost identical to the hamlet that you ar- arrived through to, before you made it to the hag's cottage. I have an odd sense of deja vu. This place makes me feel uneasy. Flory man, do you know how to swing the axe? I could give it a shot. Very well. So walking in a little further, uh, you see three figures approaching you on foot. They are all wearing shiny armor, and they brandish uh, a series of weapons. Like some of them have, or sorry, two of them have swords, and one of them has like a a longer-looking like halberd. Uh, As they come into view, you realize that each of their respective heads is that of a frog with bulging eyes. The leader of the three, clearly indicated by the impressive-looking yellow scarf he wears, walks forward. Halt! I am Sergeant Croak. Cornelius Croak. We are here to claim this village in the name of King Lear. Explain yourselves. And he lets out this incredibly loud ribbit after he says that. Ribbit. Yes. As far as I am concerned, King Lear can have this village. It means nothing to me. We're only passing through. Is that really your name? That is my name, yes. He snickers to himself. <laughs> is that your your given name by your your progeny or right, your, your parents? Please, please tell me who your father was, Sergeant Croak. We don't have time for history lessons. It's either you... And he, he, he's really puzzled because he had expected some resistance. Like, you can see that he's kind of scratching his head. He's like, are, are you sure you're not from this village? We are quite sure. Actually, we are not even sure what village this is. No. There's a, a voice that comes from one of the houses from the second floor. And he yells down and says, you, 
Can you take care of them? They're, they're here to burn down our village. Did you not see the houses? Well, I suppose that would be really shitty to let you guys burn down all of these houses. Didn't, didn't you just say you're not from here? It is true, I am not from here. But we can't rightly let you destroy it without you were merely here to need some sort of election. I mean, if the people of this village duly elect King Lear uh, in some sort of Shakespearean fashion to rule over them, then that is fine. But burning them down in order to entice them to follow your lead is not really the, this is what we call, on Rua team we call this, a dick move. <laughs> the two frogs that are standing next to the one with the scarf like wave their hand like anime style and their capes come off and then they pull their swords out. Roll for initiative. That was needlessly flashy. <laughs> but I appreciate it. 14. That's not a d20. Oh, plus dexterity, right? 17. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what do I get advantage on rolls yet? Yes, you do. Well, I'm going to roll Keep it again then. Merp. Uh, that's worse. That's a 16. Plus. Oh, no, that's better. That's a 19. And I got a 15. 19 is what you said? 19. Tardikin. Mosley. Mosley. Dexterous boy. 19. What'd you get, Svari? I got a 15. What'd you get, Fang? 18. 8? God damn it. You need to chime in. When... 18. What? 18. Yeah, you need to chime in when I'm actually getting all You were the... going around the table. Just waiting this turn, go. I didn't know we were supposed to go sequentially. Well, you need chime in fast. Clearly, we're going in. I mean, I can chime order in. Of I don't go right We've got the captain here, and then it, is, it is not. It is true that I do not know how to count very well. All right, so the two, uh, the two foot soldiers got frog soldiers. Eight nineteens. Uh, <laughs> it's the name of my next metal album. Frog soldiers. Frog soldiers. Okay, so the two frog soldiers got 19s, so they're going to go after Spari because we give uh, Can one of them be named Frogdor? F- Frogdor. Frogonating the countryside. Yeah. And the other one got a, tw- a 20. So the frog captain got a 20. Captain Croak. Yes, Captain Croak. Where the fuck is my D20? Uh, you're fighting the frog captain with the glorious yellow-looking scarf. Das you're fighting three bully vogues. Yes, you're fi- they're well they're frog soldiers. The frog soldiers. Yes, you're fighting frog soldiers. <laughs> you're fighting two frog soldiers who threw open their capes and uh pulled their flashy their swords on you. They're weeaboo frog soldiers. And yes, they they are weeaboo. Do they run soldiers. with their arms out <laughs> like Naruto Naruto style? <laughs> And they also have a captain who is wielding a scimitar. So I said halberd earlier, but I was yeah. wrong. Oh, you meant a scimitar. Yes. Those uh, are really similar weapons. Completely different. Really yeah. scimitar. Mm-hmm. So in the same sort of style, uh, he pull, the captain of them pulls his scimitar out, just like as flashy as he can possibly do it. It even makes like a ringing noise when he pulls it out. He notices that Svari is not carrying a weapon and immediately attacks him. Ah. Uh, Sorry, chap. <laughs> uh, sorry, what's your AC? My AC is 14. Okay, he slashes you across the chest with a scimitar, and you, like, back step, and it, like, cuts a line across your chest, uh, drawing a little bit of blood. Uh, six damage. Oh. Frightfully sorry, Captain. It Just is use a... that axe in the best way possible by burying no... it in his fucking throat. Oh, well... I it's suppose Tod- it should come to that. Tadek and Mosley, it's your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'm going to uh, run up and attack 
this frog captain, okay. but in such a way that I don't damage that dope scarf. Okay, so you you, you attack him with probably the, in his legs. The axe was far gave you. It's yeah, a, it's considered to be a battle axe, which you have proficiency in. I do. Uh, so you have a plus five to it. Okay, what kind of D is it? D twenty. Oh, well, D twenty first. I got a eight plus five. Um, what do I add? Anything else? That's it. Okay, that's a thirteen to hit. Okay, so you try and hit the uh, captain, the frog captain, with is, the axe. Would he be considered a monstrosity? monstrosity? Well, it's a. I only get a plus two to uh, damage rolls. I think they're so. humanoids. I think they are humanoids as well. I would only get it to the damage roll, not to the attack roll, so it wouldn't matter. They are considered humanoid. Cool. So your thirteen is what you said. Correct. Uh, your you try to attack him with the battle axe, and he does a very Naruto like dodge attack, Shoot. and like uses his uh, cape to sort of present himself. But then you hit it, and it just like slices through cape. Present himself or present himself? Yes. Oh no! Uh, it is now Frog Soldier Number One's turn. Who has a yes? He has a short sword, which he pulls out and attacks Sfari, who is not wielding a weapon. He tries to attack you with his short sword, but he gets scared because he realizes that you're much, much larger than him. And he kind of stumbles backward, uh, make an attack of opportunity. All right. With your fist. So I'm rolling for an attack of opportunity. That is going to be a 16. Is that plus strength? Uh, it'll be to plus to hit because you have proficiency in unarmed attacks, I believe. Oh, plus to hit. Which is going to be proficiency plus strength, which is plus five. Yeah, I think that's plus five. Yeah, so, so how do you 21. hit him as he tries to back up? So as he, stu- as he tries to back up, I grab him by the top of his cross. Yep. His queer ass. I pull him closer <laughs> to me and I just sock him in the face. Okay, so you do uh, strength damage, which will just be three. Mm-hmm. So you just smack him right across the face with your fist, and he makes a really loud <clears throat> ribbit in pain. Uh, it's Frog Soldier number two, who sees that Sfari is not to be fucked around with, and he tries to attack Fang with his short sword. Uh, he rolls a 16. My AC is 15. Okay, he hits you with his short sword for five damage. You're going to pay for that. Fang, it is your turn now. So he takes his rapier. You don't have a rapier. Oh, no. That's you right. have a, a short bow. Li- light crossbow. That's right. How close are, is everyone else compared to me and the dude? Uh, they're within five feet. But you'll roll a disadvantage if you attack from this distance. I was thinking magic. Oh, what do you want to use? But that's why I was trying to get like a situation like yeah so the two they pretty much all ran up to try and attack so they're all within five so we're all sitting standing next to each other yeah okay so if i do a cone can i avoid these guys yes because you'll be fanning it out ahead of you yeah i'm gonna do that okay what are you doing we're gonna do a poison spray it is a cantrip is it a dexterity or a constitution save it is a constitution save they roll 13s. Okay. What is your spell save, DC? Is oh. it 12? I think it's 12. 
It's 12. So you try to shoot some poison. How do you shoot your poison spray? Do you shoot it like a scorpion and it comes out of your tail, or do you shoot it out of your hands? <laughs> shoot well, it out yeah. of your mouth. Oh, yeah, so say, out of it your comes mouth. out of my mouth. Okay. Or, no, not my mouth. Oh. My <laughs> poison hairball. <laughs> yeah. It flies out of my cat nipples. nipples. All seven of them. It comes out of my claws. Just kind of like a hand thing. Man, or... man, we're really getting anime. Yeah. It's like right? Kamehameha nails. Okay. So you, you shoot your Kamehameha poison yeah. spray, which misses all three of them. They all duck. Because it's very apparent that you're going to cast some magic, and they just duck out. Probably shouldn't have said Kamehameha before <laughs> doing it. <laughs> all right, Svara, you should have been a little more stealthy with it. Svara, you're Don't right. telegraph your attacks. When looking around my environment, yes. is there any sort of thing that I would be able to use as a weapon? Yes. So when you walked in, there were a couple of burned down buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you picked up a piece of wood from one of these burned down buildings, they, you could use it as a club. Is there any of the wood that's still on fire? Yes. Okay. I pick up a fiery piece of wood. Okay. So now you have a fiery piece of wood. And I attack the one that is super afraid of me. Okay. So roll with advantage because he pissed himself after you punched him in the face. So first roll is a two. Glad okay. we're not counting that one. <laughs> and so that's going to be 11 plus 5 is 16. Okay, you hit him across the face with this burning piece of wood. Uh, roll a d6 and add 2 for fire damage. That's 3. Okay, 3 plus... No, that's just 3. Oh, 3 damage total? Yep. Okay. It's a very light piece of wood. It is a very light piece of wood. It's a very yeah. light bit of fire. Yeah, you were pulling your punches on that it's one. essentially a cinder at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's fire junior. I would have been better if I just punched him in the face. <laughs> okay. It's uh, Frog Captain Cornelius Croak's turn. Cornelius... Did I get skipped? No, you went. You went. You no, went but I thought, what, was, what did you roll for your initiative? I thought you were You went before me. me. I know, but then... Haven't you already gone twice? No. No. No, oh, but you punched... Yeah, it was an attack of opportunity. Attack gotcha, of opportunity. gotcha, 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 gotcha. He pulls out his scimitar and he says, How about you, knave? Any attacks? Oh, wait, he sheathed his scimitar in between attacks? Yes. <laughs> what a fucking weeb. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to attack you with his scimitar, and having noticed that he resheathed his weapon because that's what he felt like doing, you just nimbly dodge out of the way and he falls on his face. Nobody actually fights like that! <laughs> It, it oh, then he pulls out a dagger, uh, which because he drops his sword after trying to attack you with his scimitar, he pulls out a dagger and he tries to stab at you with it, and he tries to just stab you in the foot and you just move your foot out of the way. So now he's prone. It is Sfari's or uh, Tonic and Mosley's turn. These ribbity boys don't appear to be too competent. I'm going to go for this uh, captain who's fallen over. Okay. I'm uh, almost going to feel bad killing them. Uh, so I'm going to try and attack him. Okay. I rolled a 10 plus 5, 15. You ribbity rolled that 15. You get to roll with advantage because he's prone. Oh, boy. Let's get better than a 15. That's not better than a 15. Okay. So a 15 hits. Okay, what kind of uh, D- D8. D8? You're wielding a battle axe made for a man much larger your size. Well, but... I'm proficient. That's a three plus nothing? Plus you can't nothing. just swing that one-handed. Maybe I shouldn't have given you the axe. No, I'm, I, I don't believe this was a good idea. <laughs> All right, it's Frog Soldier number two, who got a little braver after he 
Uh, or sorry, Frog Soldier number one, who got a little braver after he saw his captain dive in and he is going with a full loyalty here, runs forward, uh, tries to attack you, Tadakin Mosley, with his short sword, uh, but at the last minute trips and falls right next to his captain. Ha-ha! Nimbly avoided it! There, The other uh, frog soldier tries to attack you because he, uh, he just starts, like, he has this, like, ribbit, like, scream. He's just, like, constantly ripping. <laughs> This time, he does get a clean shot in with his short sword and does five damage. Ouch! All right, Fang, you're up. Okay, are they still next to me? Yes. We still have not moved. Who has not moved? Anyone. Uh, no, they tried to like run in and attack, and they both <coughs> fell over, so they're kind of like in line with you. Okay. Two of them are prone. Uh, we're going to do another uh, Kamehame poison spray. Okay, you're going to hit your, your bros with that. Really? I yep. think you should have made it come out of your mouth and you could have made it the Kame Vame, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so taking my surroundings and realizing that would be a bad idea, Okay, I'm going to do a catapult. Okay, what does catapult do? Catapult is choosing an object weighing up to five pounds that isn't being worn or carried. So I'm going to grab a fiery stick that's nearby. Okay, and what are you going to do with it? I'm going to catapult it, which flings it in a straight line up to 90 feet in any direction, which I would to the captain. Okay. And shouldn't hit anyone else but captain. All right. And it will need a dexterity save to avoid All this. Right. So he uh, critical fails. Wonderful. Uh, on a failed save, the object hits the target, and yep. the object and anything it strikes takes 3d8 bludgeoning. 3d8 bludgeoning? So yes. you pull this at like fucking sonic speed and yes. just slam him in the face with it? Yeah. All right, roll 3d8. Wow, that's the worst three that I could have ever done. Well, you could yep. do one Wait. worse. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get? I two ones a, and a two. I got a four. A four? Out of a Out of three D eight. Three D eight. Whose average roll. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I am not really on point with magic today. Now it is I understand your magic is quite flashy and impressive, but maybe you should just shoot them with your arrows. Alright, Sfar, you're up. <laughs> Okay, so I got two two hobby boys yep. laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I got one that just attacked yep. Tomakin. Tomakin. Thank you, sir. Tomakin. Perhaps you'd like your axe back. I'm not doing particularly <clears throat> effective with it. So Sfari is going to jump on the back of Sergeant Croak. Okay, Cornelius. Captain. Captain. Captain Cornelius Croak. Croak. Always avoid alliteration. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So he's going to jump on the back, and Sfari is going to attempt to intimidate Captain to do what? Cornelius Croak. What, is your, uh, what would you like your outcome to be? I would like him to give up. All right. So roll an intimidation check. We'll do that as a contest. Okay. You should just... You see, we have already beaten you, and we really have done nothing. Now would probably be a good time to call your men off and to talk to us instead of fight. Do your roll. That is a... 14 plus my intimidation, which is going to be a 5, so that's a 19. Jesus Christ. Okay, so he, <laughs> that fucking roll, starts ri- like hyperventilating, but because he's a frog, he starts ribboning like out of control. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> yep. I get what you are trying to do, but you really got to stop doing that because I cannot understand it. So he points at the other two uh, soldiers that are with him and in between his uh, hyperventilation ribbits, he's like, put your weapons down. And they both drop their 
swords on the ground. Don't mind if I do. I'm going to go pick up their swords. Okay. I will take the axe back. There you go, friend. Okay, so now you got two short swords, an axe, and one hyperventilating Cornelius Croak. Did we save any rope from this man? I do believe we just left that in that frightful nightmare cabin. Oh, no, we did not. Oh, As they say back on Ruatim, fuck. I have a thing for objects. Nimble fingers. Wonderful. Are you good at tying people up? No, do not answer that question. Just tie them up. Aren't you the captain with the not experience? Oh, that is quite true. (laughs) (laughs) Svari tries to tie them up. Okay. But it's not a real knot. It's just like... They're so like a thirteen-year-old just like wrapping a rope around together and tying knots. Okay, they're so afraid of you that they just they accept it. They just sit there. So tell me, my captives, where is this King Lear that you so claim to serve? He he's beyond the the witch's woods. You see the witch's woods. Then he points over outside of the village that you're in, and you can see this huge stretch of wilderness that goes as far as you can see. How long of a day's ride is it to get to this king of yours? As you say that, uh, coming out of one of the houses is a short man wearing a tight-fitting tunic that is much too small for him with enormous arms, which are much too large for his body. He says, Friends! You saved! You saved us! What? We couldn't have done it without you, friends! What are you three friends' names? Well, I'm Tarkin Mosley, world-famous hero, soon to be. And I am Svari Renlod, world-famous captain of the seas. I don't know why you gave me the stink eye there, but... Oh, I don't know. Why did I give you the stink eye there? There's plenty of fame to go around, friend. Is there? Perhaps. Fang looks at him and kind of squints his eyes a little bit and says, I think I need to know you before I tell you me. I, oh, friend, and he points at Tarkin as if he didn't hear what the other two of you said and says, did you become more friendly after being in the Smile Shack? Have we met? Excuse me. The Smile Shack? Yes, of course. This is the... We're all friends here. You have quite a weird name for McDonald's here. This is the place that we put our friends who are not so friendly to... Yes, you said McDonald's already. Well... I'm not a particularly... This episode of Swords of Swagger brought to you by McDonald's Corporation. <laughs> uh, my memory is not what it used to be, but I recall you not being the friendly one. Oh, no, of course. I am Eric Strong, the Strong. Then this is Cronyville. You are in... Did you say we are in Cronyville? This is Cronesville, yes. And Cronesville. And this... Uh, friend of yours he uh, arrived a couple days ago you see and he talked too much about being a hero and all that and <laughs> i don't think one can ever talk too much about their so passions put him in the smile shack yes you see he we told him about the elder crones the three wise women who run our village and he had oh you mean the rapping grannies if that's what you call them. That is what I call them. Have you met them before? Yes. I was not impressed. That is... Did they have a sick flow? Not really. Ah, shame. I'm sorry, but that still doesn't answer why you put him in the shack. You see, for everyone who is a friend here in Cronesville, they get to 
stay in this undying land, but for those who are not friends, we send them to the Smile Shack, you know, to recondition them into being more friendly. That does not sound particularly friendly, and I don't recall much smiling aside from the horrendous visages in my nightmares. I will agree with my pointy-eared friend over here. It is really fucked up. Well, let's let's not talk of these things. You did us a favor, and you dealt with these... I'm not quite sure I agree with this anymore. These evil soldiers. I, let's let's talk of better things. You you helped us out. The evil King Lear was trying to burn down our village. Uh, Svari turns to Captain Croak. Mm-hmm. Says, why, why does King Lear want to burn this place down? Of course, King Lear... He's the king of all of this land, and the crones here, well, they oppose his rule. I'm not one for politics myself, but uh, can't we all just get along and not in a creepy smile shack sort of way? I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't give a shit either way. It definitely seems like we should move along and let them figure it out on their own. Do you know... Yes, I mean... For once, I agree. This does not sound like something that I want to be in the middle of. We've finished our heroic battle. We'll leave it to the people. They can govern themselves. We will take our frogs and be leaving. Jolly good. Wait, you're you're going to take the frogs away from us? Yes, we are. What are you going to do with them? Perhaps we will take them out of the village and make them into frogs, too. You hear that? That hyperventilation. non-subtly, like, turns around and, like, winks at him, like, wink. Are you having a stroke, friend? (laughs) (laughs) You do not know subtlety when you see it, I see. If that that was subtlety? (laughs) I am the subtlest man alive. That was about as subtle as a large, naked, purple man dancing atop a piano. That is pretty subtle. (laughs) Fang is just beside himself, rubbing his his hand on his head, like, oh god. So you pick up the uh, strung-together frogs. So as you're walking out of the village, uh, the uh, Eric Strong, the Strong, uh, runs up to you and says, Be warned, friends. Uh, Many who try to travel into the witch's woods have never returned. Those, Those that do talk of a scary beast that stalks them until they leave. Do not worry. We are quite good at dealing with scary beasts. Plus, I don't believe I shall be taking any of your advice. I believe, uh... You did lock him in a smile shack. Yes, let's not talk about that anymore, please. Be happy we don't. Getting a little shivery in here. Lots of memories coming back as at the worst moments possible. It is okay, Tardikin. You are safe now. I don't feel safe. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Christian Bernard, your dungeon master for Swords and Swagger. This is the first episode featuring our newest party member, Todakin Mosley. Todakin Mosley is a half-elf ranger from the Moonshea Isles. For now, that is all I will say, as in the future, we will be releasing a character scene featuring him. This is episode 6 of the first true arc of Swords and Swagger. We haven't decided if there will be official names for these arcs, I'm trying to keep them short, like between five and six episodes each, but we will see how that holds up. Website is still in the works. Got really busy this weekend, 
and this week, and I have to push it out. But uh, I am working on that behind the scenes. Once again, thanks so much for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends. Word of mouth is our only means of spreading the word. Also, follow us on Twitter at Swagger Swords. See you next time. At the edge of the woods, you hear quiet sounds coming from inside. Just as you approach the clearing, like the actual path that leads in, you hear a low growl that emanates from within, causing the ground to shake ever so slightly. Did you feel that? I sure heard it. Doesn't anybody know what it sounds sounded like? What I uh, know from my animal handling uh, skill or, sur- or survival. Or f- ah, they're the same. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll my survival. See if I know any. What survival be. is a much cooler skill. It is. Uh, that Ooh. is a natural twenty. One hundred percent organic. <laughs> okay. So grass fed natural twenties. Non GMO. Non GMO. From your travels, uh, you have heard my this, one travel. Yes. You've heard the sound come from large uh, wolves of some kind. Like anything that sounds like this is either like a wolf or a dire wolf. We are either in trouble or dire trouble, because that's a wolf, friends. That was very acutely put. Yes, the dire part meant it also might be a dire wolf. There are dire wolves? Yes, they are bigger and... This is news to me. Meaner. I think they are named so because you are in dire trouble. Well, their hide shall be a finer trophy, I suppose. Sure. (laughs) I suppose if it doesn't kill us. Fang gives you a really weird eye look. I would never wear your hide, Fang. Don't worry. Have you... You haven't tried to kill him yet, have you? Of course not. Okay, then I don't see the problem. He wouldn't leave to tell the tale. Plus, your hide isn't very thick. Cats don't really have great hides. I do not know if that is an insult or not. I am not racist, but... (laughs) The next statement out of your mouth (laughs) is going to be very insulting, so I suggest you just stop, friend. Okay, so we're going to assume that you are walking into the the forest while you're chatting? Yes, let's keep your wits about you. And our three frog companions... Are you, are you still, Air quote companions. Are you still carrying them, or did you untie them? I untied their feet. Their okay. hands are still bound. Right. So, and you have you, your axe back, and I have the mm-hmm. two short swords. They're all uh, riveting in fright. So as you as they hear this growl coming through, and you're discussing whether or not it's a wolf or a dire wolf, the three frog soldiers say, "Well, this." This looks a little bit different than when we came through here. You guys are not very good soldiers, are you? I would say that we're the best, but... I would disagree with you. (laughs) Well, perhaps they're the best around here. That would make a lot of sense. This path has changed since the last time we came through here, and that was but a day ago. Well, I, I can't quite remember, but this area seems a bit magical perhaps it's one of those turn your back and it gets rearranged kind of path and just as you say that the path behind you literally rearranges twists off in another direction so you like came in and it was totally straight and then it changes and then twists off in another direction that's not a good sign no well does anybody have any ideas of how to make it through the path frog people 
How did you make it through the path the first time? Like I said before, we came through and it was much clearer, and it took us only about a day's journey to get through here. We heard the wolf, but we were told by the king that our loyalty would protect us. Well, each of us should grab one of our froggy fellows, and perhaps that will protect us! Very well. Svari makes little froggy backpacks for everybody. <laughs> so you're just carrying them with their arms wrapped around your neck? Yes. Yep, we're giving the frogs piggyback rides to what the forest. What if they attempt to strangle us? I mean, were you that worried? <laughs> They're just, pretty shitty. It's just like, feels like I'm wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> Fang does not agree with this and refuses. You refuse to carry one of the, yes. the frog people? Yes. Well, you can just poke him ahead with one of your sharp implements. Perhaps your claws. So tell me, Master Croak, what do you know of the strange villagers that we've just left? Well, the king says that the villagers are not to be trusted as they work for the elder crones who have been in at war with our king for some time. Well, I'll throw this out here. We are not exactly friends with the hags. Neither is our king. One quick question. How does your king spell his name? Is it L-E-A-R or L-E-E-R? It is neither. It is L-I-R. Oh, I was hoping it'd be some sort of pun. That's a shame. Well, You You could still make it the pun. They've got large eyes and they leer. I quite see. Tell me, is your king leer a frog as well? God, that's so fucking clever. I wish I had thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) Croak says he doesn't really leave the castle. So you've never seen your king? Some of us have. have... Some of that sounds like you've never seen your king. Do you fear King Lear? (laughs) I have never seen the king, no. Fang, we have found him. We have found the answer to the rapping grannies. Uh, <laughs> our newest friend will wrap his way out of the granny's clutches. I don't know if that's possible if he was caught so easily. Well, so, you uh, do bring a good point. I don't recall exactly how I caught, but I don't believe rhyming was part of it. So <laughs> perhaps we can test that. So you you go further yep. into these woods and the light uh, gets darker and darker. And as you head on, the path splits into three and heads further in. Well, we've come to a fork in the road. I suppose we should take it. Svari cannot <laughs> comprehend this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the John Cena chip if I'm just looking puzzled. Fang steps forward and does his smelling trick again where he's trying to sense what's in each. They all have similar scent. And appearance? Yes. They look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. No sounds are coming from anything. Does anybody have a baguette, perhaps, that we could crumble up and use breadcrumbs to trace our path? If he changed behind us, I don't know if that'll work. Well, we could find our way back to this crossroads if we find uh, out that we've come down a dangerous path. Uh, Sergeant Croak, which I realize we've been calling Captain Croak this whole time. I told you it was Sergeant Croak. Yeah. Well, Captain I, just fit better. Was Captain Croak is better. Captain Cornelius Croak. He speaks nope, okay. up and I'm gonna says, retcon that." All right, he says, "Get it in post. Get it in post." <laughs> he says, "Well, I suggest there are six of us. I mean, we can use the buddy system here. He can." I do not believe splitting up no. is a great idea. 
I just found you boys. I'm going to ixnay that on the spot. That's fine. Vito. I'm going to No more. (laughs) Are you going to continue to interrupt me? We shall take the middle path. (laughs) Onwards, my friend. Okay. (laughs) All right. So do all... Do the two of you agree to go down the middle Sorry path? just starts walking down the middle path. <laughs> okay. I say, Captain, wait up! <laughs> so the three of you wander down the middle path, and it just gets darker and darker and darker. Pretty soon you can hear Cornelius Does it croak. get dark for my dark vision? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Whatever darkness this is, is magical in origin, because your dark vision does not work. Uh. The You can hear the three uh, frogs, like, ribbiting in fright like all three of them are like sort of in like a chorus but then they're <laughs> how do you guys ever sneak up on anybody just as you say that all of them are completely cut off and you look around and you don't see Toddakin or fang is the captain still on my back no he is not hmm well i have found myself in quite the predicament Toddakin. Fang, can you hear me when I speak to you with my mouth? And the vision changes, and you find yourself on a boat. You are in the deep sea. BC is a boat. Far beyond the western seas, Brew Team. You've been out here once or twice. Standing at the helm of this ship that you're on is a female figure who's looking out over the sea. Is this a memory? It's up to you. You are in it. <clears throat> are you in it to win it? If I didn't know any better, I would say that would be Mon on board the ship with me. She turns back, and it is the face of your mother. What does she look like? Uh, she's very tall and gaunt. Um, very strong looking, but not like she lifts a lot of weight, but like she does a lot of farm work kind of strong looking, so she's very sinewy. Um, <clears throat> long braided blonde hair with a uh, axe on her side and draped in furs. So more people like uh, sort of just appear like on this ship and you can see out ahead on the sea there are these like nice looking ships with like these coverings and they're painted and they have all these symbols on them and you recognize them as merchant ships. You're familiar with this. This is a raid out on merchant ships. And the woman that you see is, like, commanding everybody to get ready to attack this ship. Sorry, gets ready to? Okay. Looks, so, for, looks for his weapon. I guess he still has the axe. So yep. Pulls the axe out. And he says, finally, I get to do what Ma has been doing. So you go upon the ship and you hook it. Everybody throws a hook to get it and pull it in. She jumps onto the ship. Uh, do you go after her? Absolutely. Okay, you hop on, and there are, like, a a bunch of guards that are, like, protecting this ship, and she's, like, fighting off one of these, and one of them comes to attack you. Uh, Make a dexterity check. Roll on the d20. That's a natural 20. Okay, so this uh, elf, who you recognize is from the Moonshay Isles, is... You have often gone on raids against elves on the Moonshay Isles. You dodge nimbly out of the way as he tries to get you with the scimitar. Uh, roll to hit. And that is a 19, so that's a 24 with my to hit. Okay, how do you hit and, I guess, hurt, harm or disable? Uh, so I think I kind of dodge out of the way of his attack, 
by sidestepping it and just kind of bring the head of my axe up into his chest. Yeah, you knock him clean off the ship, and you can see the figure of your mother is just, like, proceeding inward to uh, where she would find the captain on this ship. What do you do? Rush after her. Okay, so you open the door, and inside she's fighting with this, like, beast of a man. He, like, knocks her down and is, like, holding a weapon up to her throat. What do you do? So she's on the ground? Yep. <clears throat> Sprint in there and shoulder bash him off of her. Okay, so you run in, and you run clean through this guy, like like a ghost, and through the back of the ship and fall into the ocean. Omberly takes me! And you sink down into the ocean. Tadakin... You find yourself back at your homeland, getting on a ship uh, because you have found a job. Is there uh, anybody else on board with me? Yeah, so there are two others who took the same job with you. There are two elves who took this job with you. You are protecting a wizard, and the wizard has this long black cloak, and he has the symbol on the back of his cloak. So he told you that he would pay you in advance to protect him on his way to Faerun, and he has, like, some super valuable goods. What do you bring with you on this? Uh, um, I bring the longbow I use practicing archery, and uh, a couple of hand axes I stole from my father's tool shed, some leather armor I used my savings to buy, I sort of rough it up a little to look like I've uh, been on more adventures than I actually have. It was it was brand new, but I, I scratched it. Your benefactor with his black cloak meets you at the dock. He like shakes your hand and says, "Oh, you look like you've seen some fights there, my friend." Oh yes, I'm a, an experienced adventurer. Just ask my my brethren here. I'm sure they can tell how incredibly well traveled I am just by looking. Oh. Uh, here is your advance, and he hands you 50 gold. Please, if you would, stick near me. I don't necessarily trust these elves, but you can't have too much protection. Well, I'm half-elf. I guess you can half-trust me. You look like you have a friendly face. Ah, well, frightfully kind of you. <laughs> and the, the scene sort of rushes forward, and now you're out on the ocean, and it's like just pouring rain and the two elves are like fighting with each other over something you don't know exactly and these two uh sailors are having a fight with uh the black cloak and suddenly he drops uh something that he was holding and it breaks open and he uh, tries to like pick it up as quick as he can but you see that it's a scroll and it's like unfurled suddenly he just jumps onto this guy and like bites at his neck and there's just blood everywhere what do you do um i try and pry him off uh the guy he's eating he's like no no sir this that's clearly not what you should be doing this is we're civilized men here what and i just try and pull him off unsuccessfully do so okay make a uh, strength check with disadvantage he's surprisingly that's strong a 10 that's a seven okay so, so you seven. try to, like, pull him off, and as you say, like, uh, he's just, like, fighting you as hard as he can and, like, trying to, like, bite at this guy. And he elbows you in the mouth, which really catches you off guard, and you fall backward off oh. the boat. And you just start, like, sinking down, and, like, you try to fight the current, but it just pulls you down under. Fang. 
you are in a cave deep beneath the earth on a treasure hunting mission. What were you looking for here? There was a lost artifact. What kind of artifact? Magical. What kind of magical artifact? (laughs) It was something he read in a book. Read in a book? What kind of book? A book that he found laying in one of the many places he would poke around and explore. Okay. Who went with you on this mission? It was just me. So you hear the sounds of rushing water on either side of you as you're walking through this cave, and you see the tops of two underground rivers. The sound here, it's like deafening, like your your ears are kind of twitching, like trying to pick up sounds, but it's so loud that you can only hear these two rivers. And ahead of you are two passages that lead further into the cave. What do you do? I'm going to look for any traps. Okay. You... Which passage? There are two passages. The one on the left. Okay, make a perception check. 21? 21. Okay, you go to step forward and realize that there's a trip wire in here, and it has been set up recently. What do you do? I'm going to avoid it by stepping over the wire. Okay, are you going to disable the trap? I'm going to leave it up for someone that would maybe determine that someone was there. Okay, so you walk on further into this passage. Do you have a map? Did you bring a map with you? I did not. This is a a ruin that I heard of, so it's all just me exploring. Okay, so you go on a little further, and you hear the sounds of someone, like, working on, like, some sort of stone, like, with a pick or, like, a chisel or something. And ahead of you, uh, there's a woman, and she's dug something out of, like, the wall, and it looks like a really old chest. What do you do? I get really close without letting her know okay. that I'm there. Make a stealth check. Yes. 27 with a natural 20. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so with the absolute, these fucking rolls, with the, the absolute lightest steps, like so quiet that you're not even sure you're walking, you head closer to her and you sit behind a part of the stone and you see her open up this box uh, make a perception check. Six. So you see her open this, and you try to like look up to see what she's got inside of it, but behind you, you hear this like sort of gloopy noise, and you turn and see this like massive cube that's made out of this like gelatin kind of material, and it like pulls you into itself, and you fall unconscious. Crap. Crap.